welcome to Bedside Table, a show where I get to talk about all the things that has shaken my tail in the world of pop culture. My name is Ed, and today we're going to be talking about Saga. So, Saga is a still ongoing series, as of the time of this recording, by Brian K. Vaughan and Fiona Staples. But, before I start, I just want to say this is going to be mostly spoiler-free. Oh, we might get into a little bit of spoilers, so if you want to go in completely blind, uh, maybe give this a miss. Or at least until you've read it. So, it came to me at a very pivotal time in my comic book reading journey. See, I started reading monthly comics in around 2011 with the New 52, and if you know anything about comic books, you know that's a super rogue take. Um, If you don't, let me explain. So, in late 2011, DC Comics completely rebooted their entire line of comics after an event called Flashpoint. Uh, I might get into Flashpoint one day, but I probably won't, because I don't really like it which was unprecedented for any big comic book distributor, but especially DC Comics, who had books like Detective and Action Comics that had been going around since the 1930s. But I'd read a few comic books, and at that point I really wanted to get into monthlies. And I really liked Batman, so I was like, okay, well I'll read Batman, and I'll read Batman and Robin. And I bought them on Comixology, and I was like, yeah, these are pretty good. Um, In retrospect, and what I didn't know at the time, is that uh, today, those runs are considered pretty definitive runs in the Batman mythos. But particularly Snyder and Capullo's opening Batman arc, uh, Court of Owls. If you're looking for a Batman book, and you want to get into modern Batman, Court of Owls, that's where you go. So, look, eventually I decided I really wanted to get into physical comics. And the only way I could do that is if I got a bus all the way into the city, which was an hour long, um, all the way into... The lovely, lovely King's Comics, which is now moved from Pitt Street uh, onto, I want to say, York Street. I'm sorry, King's Comics. I don't remember. But they have a really fantastic new building, so please go there. they got a big Hulk. He's very, very scary. But every time I would come into the store, I would be confronted with this hyper-colorful, incredible piece of cover art by the one Fiona Staples for a book called Saga. So eventually I said, whatever, let's go, and I bought the first trade with the rest of my pocket money. And I think I was onto something when the woman behind the register grabbed the comic, looked me in the eyes, looked at the comic, looked back at me, and said, You made the right choice here, kid. This is it. This is the one. And, uh, yeah, fuck, she was right. Alright, so what is Saga? So Saga is a space fantasy a la Star Wars that takes place in the middle of a galaxy-spanning war between the technological winged people of Landfall and the mystical horned people of the Orbiting Moon Wraith. Bear with me, because I know it's Wraith, but my dummy ass brain is going to keep reading it as Wraith, and I've been reading it that way for seven years, and I just can't get it out of my mind. I'm sorry, I even wrote this in the notes, and I still read it wrong. Okay, in a clear parallel to Western perceptions of warfare, while nationalism is high between the citizens of both worlds, the war is literally worlds away. So even though they are right next to each other, Wraith and Landfall, said it right that time, are actually pretty chill places um, while they continue to destroy the rest of the universe for their own sake. But all of this is largely the backdrop. So our real primary story is between the star-crossed lovers Marco of Wreath and Alana of Landfall, and their journey to find a safe place for them and their child Hazel. The entire narrative is strung along uh, by a voiceover by an older Hazel, but it's never really clear how old that Hazel actually is. As the comic goes on, it introduces a constantly expanding and retracting cast for supporting heroes who become villains, villains who become heroes, and those who just want to drop on the deck and flop like a fish. And although it has real Star Wars vibes, it's not a book for kids. It's hyper-violent, hyper-sexual, oftentimes comically vulgar. Issue 12 of the book was actually temporarily banned on the Apple Store for having a screen display the image of two guys giving some glug-glug action. If you know Saga, you know what screen I'm talking about. 
But, in spite of all this, the whole comic is dripping with heart. Brian K. Vaughan was no stranger to comics when he started. Arguably, he was already a legend in the industry. For Marvel's Runaways, Pride of Baghdad, and Why the Last Man. The latter of which I have not read, but I have every intention to. The idea for Saga came to Vaughan when he had his first child and wanted to tell the story of early parenthood, but feared it would be too boring, so he opted to set it in space, in the middle of a war. And you can see this thematic through line about the intersection of art and life, and they show this pretty much from the get-go. First piece of dialogue, where Alana is giving birth to Hazel, and she says, am I shitting? I feel like I'm shitting. And that's, like, exactly how it feels to make art, you know? Like, hell, am I, is this good? Am I making something good, or is this just a piece of shit? Like, is this terrible, or am I making something okay? And I don't know what it's like to make a baby. But apparently, according to Vaughn, it's a very similar vibe. Like, honestly, even recording this right now, is this a piece of shit? Is, like, is this anything? I don't know. But throughout the course of the comic, there's a real sense of earnestness within the relationships. When Marco and Alana fight, it's the type of fight any relationship goes through, and it's written so realistically. The villains, and I'm using quotation marks when I call them villains, are just mostly very damaged, lost people. And you really grow to care about them just as much as you do the other rotating cast of characters, which is a hard thing to do considering no one is safe in this comic. People die all the time. Constantly. This is why the ambiguity of Hazel's age as the narrator is so kind of interesting, because as you continue the series and Hazel ages up and she learns to walk and talk and build her own relationships, both with her parents and the other people around her, you kind of start to realize that this Hazel is getting closer and closer to the Hazel that's narrating the story, at least cognitively. So what's stopping her from dying halfway through? Nothing. So, you know, scary. And look, all of this is not even mentioning Fiona Staples' phenomenal art, who does a next-level job from page one, issue one. And if you didn't know, it's not so common for an artist writing team to stay on a book as long as they have on Saga. I mean, given it's an image comic, it's definitely more common than if you were to say a Marvel or DC, um, although the aforementioned Capullo and Snyder on is exactly that. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess, what am I talking about? But I don't think anyone could disagree that as much as the narrative is Vaughn's, the world is Staples. You just couldn't have Saga without her. She has this digital watercolor aesthetic, which is combined with these angular character designs with beautiful, lush, dreamlike backgrounds, turning the mundane into the spectacular. Now, before I finish, I should tell you that Saga is far from complete. Um, it went on hiatus in Trade 9 or Issue 54 with the intention of the book being 108 issues in total. So we're about halfway through. So this is a great time for you to catch up. Currently, we've been on break for two, going on three years, so you have absolutely no rush. And I think that is my spiel on Saga. You can get it digitally at Comixology, the Amex Comics app, or wherever trades or single-issue comics are sold. Um, before I go, I just want to say thank you for listening to the show, and you can find me on Twitter at, at @heathenmcqueen. Ask me your questions, give me your comments, am I an asshole? You tell me. Alright, and I wanted to end the show with a song, but I'm afraid I'm going to get copyrighted for that, so... Um, I'm just going to put one in the link. This is something I've been really vibing to recently. It's by Middle Kids. They're a local Sydney band. Not that they're not huge. Um, this is Questions from the new album, Today We're the Great, uh, which comes out later this year. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.